This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 352 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. For all of your holiday shopping needs, visit equestriancollections.com. Howdy, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we I wanted to bring you something that uh, we did this morning on the Horses in the Morning show, and it was something that I think is very important for all of us to be aware of and to take action on, and that is safeguarding our horses from theft. We had Debbie Metcalf of NetPosse.com on the show to talk about the different things and ways you can identify and protect your horses. And I thought it was important to that everybody hear part of this. If you want to listen to the whole thing, just go to HorsesInTheMorning.com and take a listen to the episode for uh, December the 6th. But uh, this is part of that episode that I thought uh, was the most informative part as far as how to protect your horses. And then we did take some callers from people who had lost their horses, Some one lady who had <coughs> recovered one of them. So I just thought it was interesting, and it's something that we should all think about in the protection of our horses because they do get stolen every day, and that's what NetPosse.com is all about. And we'll be back with that portion of the interview right after this word from from Equestrian Collections and how you can save money this holiday shopping season. Your source for all your holiday shopping this year is EquestrianCollections.com. EquestrianCollections.com offers all the holiday gift-giving ideas that you would ever want for your wife, for your husband, for that horsey kids in your life, for your horse, you can cover them all. Your farrier, your veterinarian, all the professionals in the horse world are covered as well. You can find all the gifts you'd possibly need at equestriancollections.com. And just for the listeners of the Horse Radio Network, they have offered a coupon. Just a promo. Use the promo code Radio Show, all one word, Radio Show, at checkout, and you'll get ten dollars off your next order of one hundred and twenty dollars or more. So that's coupon code radio show at checkout, and you'll get $10 off your next order of $120 or more for all of your holiday shopping needs at equestriancollections.com. Well, it's going to be a, a, an educational day. I hope everybody has a pen and paper to learn just a little bit more on how to better protect your family and your investments. We're going to talk to Debbie Medcalf right now uh, from Stolen Horse International and Net Posse, and you may recognize her from some previous shows that we did have. Uh, but we just really felt like, Glenn and I felt like we never really got in depth enough with Debbie uh, and ask all those questions that we want to talk to her about on theft prevention. How do we make this stop before it actually happens? So uh, let's say good morning to Debbie. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? 
Doing great. Thank you for coming back on. Like I was saying, you know, it, it, there's so much to talk to you about and so many people that want to talk to you who are very passionate or may have stories. And, and every time we've had you on, we get flooded with people that want to talk to you. And Glenn and I just really uh, want to spend a little bit of time with just you at first to talk to you about the different ways uh, that we can prevent our horses from ending up on net posse. So if you could start out with just talk about the options of things that, that us as horse owners can do to protect our, our horses. Well, the first thing you can do is start out by preventative measures. Uh, look at your farm and start with the horse. And we talked a little bit about this before in identifying your horse. And there's all different kinds of ways you can do this. And the best way to ID your horse is the, the way that you feel most comfortable with. And, you know, there's a, different types of identification. Of course, you have the microchip, you have the freeze brand, you have the hot brand, you have hoof brands, you also have lip tattoos, freeze marking, and then there's, you know, other types of uh, ID as well. But those are the most common types. The type that I like the best, of course, is a visible combination with a microchip. And one is a one is a uh, trace back to the horse as far as proof for the owner. And okay. Uh, you, you ran through those so quickly. I'd like to kind of start with, let's start with the microchip. First, you know, where can you get one? How much does it cost? And where do they put it on the horse? Well, actually, you can get your microchips right here with us. We have a program, a low-cost program, that we have the microchips here with two national registries so that we protect you with uh, a well-known registry and then with our own as well so that we can ID the horse with all types of ID, not just the microchip, but with any type of ID that you have with pictures. And with our registry, if the horse goes missing for any reason, then it goes into our system automatically with our alerts so that we have all the information ready to go. And then, of course, we have another well-known registry with our microchips. And we have these microchips here so that a lot of the horse owners can do the microchips themselves. And people don't know that they can do that. But you can insert a microchip yourself in your own horse. Um, If you can give a shot, you know, with confidence, it's basically what it is. But I don't recommend people to do this if they can't give shots to their horses or if they're wusses like me, because I won't do it. <laughs> so how, I, I have know, a question. I, let, let me ask about the microchip and shooting it yourself, which I didn't know you could do. That's news to me. So how big are the microchips? Are they pretty small? They're about the size of a grain of rice. Really? And they're, they're, yes, and they're already inserted into a syringe that's ready to go. I didn't realize. See, I always thought they were bigger. I was picturing something about the size of a, you know, a dime or something like that. Oh no, they're very small. And the same microchip, the the size of the microchip, the same ones that the horses get, is the same ones that the Chihuahuas get. Mm-hmm. So it oh, doesn't, my doesn't basset hound. Uh, according to the size of the animal. Well, our basset just, hound has one, and it was pretty easy to put in, and they put it. On dogs, right kind of at the, the between the shoulders, where would you do this on a horse? In the horse, it's different. It's different where it's put in, and it's also different in how you put it in. 
And the dogs, it's put under the skin. It's sub-Q, so it can float around. But in a horse, it's always on the left side of the neck, halfway between the withers and the pole. It's got coming right off the mane into that nuchal ligament, that hard part of your ne- of the neck. And when you insert the microchip, you go straight in with the needle into the ligament. It does not go under the skin. Oh, so it goes right into the ligament. Huh. It goes right into the ligament. Is that and obviously it's safe? It is. It is. But, you know, with any type of, in, you know, any type of procedure, if you do it enough, you're going to have some horses or some animals have a reaction to it. I've never seen one have a reaction with as many microchips as I've seen do. But, you know, I've heard of them. You know, and you're going to nick a vein every now and then. I like to tell people the way it is. You know, there's nothing that's perfect. Nothing okay, so for, for people that don't know anything about microchips, after I've gotten the microchip into my horse and now my horse is stolen or disappears, what then? What, what, what you know, what then? Well, the microchip, of course, is not, it's not a deterrent. It's not something that you can see that's going to bring your horse back. And it's certainly not GPS like a lot of people think it is. I wish it was. I would have loved to have been able to tap my thief on the shoulder and say, hey, you got something that yeah. belongs to me there. Yeah, that would be, that's a that's a dream for sure. But the microchip... Is that, does, that find, ex- does that exist at this point? Well, there are things that you can put on the horse, but I'm not exactly sure if there's anything you can put in the horse yet. I think there's the technology's there, but as far as selling it to use it, uh, I I don't have it yet. Let's just put it that way. We need we need to have NASA get to work on that on the computer well, screen. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. But the problem with this <laughs> <laughs> the problem with this technology is that GPS has to have a ba- a battery where the microchip right. does, and That's true. Okay. battery will wear out. Uh, you have to take your horse over to the wall and charge him. Hold on, hold on. I got a, I got the cord in him right now. <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't work. I don't think my horse would stand still overnight to recharge. Yeah, there's little GPS units you can uh, put in their tails. You know, you can wind them into their tails and things that you can hook to their halters. But if you can put it on, people can take it off or they can lose yeah. it. Yeah. So if the microchip's in there, then what? Uh, what, what so what, what value does it have for me, the average horse owner? The value it has is if you find your horse, and if we're talking about a true theft, is that the situation we're talking about yeah. right now? Yep, yep. Okay. Yep. Let's say you're at an auction and you find your horse, and someone's standing there saying, oh, no, it's not your horse. This is my horse. I've got papers on it. But you've got a microchip in there, and you've got two registrations that say when the horse was registered in your name. When you call law enforcement in and you've got your paperwork and then you've got your registration, you've got an 800 number that you can call on the spot and say, look, I've got a vehicle identification number, Mr. Law 